Hello, I'm Guillermina Gonzalez, Executive Director of the Delaware Arts Alliance, your host for today. And with me, we have the pleasure to have a James Thompson, Coordinator for Special Projects for the Illustrated Gallery in Fort Washington. The thing, James, welcome to the show. Thank you. Is because you intrigued us with mentioning Wilmington as capital of illustration in America. That's a very nice title, but uh, tell us about that. Why is that and your relationship to this concept of uh, Wilmington capital of illustration in America? Yes, well, uh, thank you for having me, first of all. It's a great pleasure to be here. Uh, I'm from Wilmington originally. And, mm, there you go. Uh, when I was young, I took some art classes at the Delaware Art Center, so I have this uh, background in okay. Wilmington area art, which is centered around illustration. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, about a year ago, I talked with uh, uh, Alexei Natchev, who's the art, uh, the director of the illustration department at the Delaware College of Art and Design. Mm -hmm. We spoke about doing an exhibit at his uh, school with some of this art that mm -hmm. uh, the Illustrated Gallery has. Mm -hmm. And you know, it's hard to organize these things, but we talked again in June and we decided we would do this uh, event, which mm -hmm. turns out to be, you know, fairly elaborate. And then it, it takes more organization that could mm -hmm. be done in that short amount of time. So we're uh, talking with the uh, college now and mm -hmm. we hope to arrange this so that in a year, mm -hmm. we'll be able to bring one of the largest, most uh, colorful exhibitions of illustration art to Wilmington, mm -hmm. and it would be focused on Howard Pyle, the man who made Wilmington the capital of illustration art in America. Okay. And Pyle's uh, story is uh, fascinating, mm -hmm. people know about it to a certain extent, but uh, not only did he produce uh, his own art over 30 years, but he taught uh, some of the best illustrators in the following generation, and they in turn taught another generation of illustrators, mm -hmm. and we were going to bring 60 or so of these paintings while mm -hmm. his students and his students' students and show how his influence in illustration art carried through this 50 or 60 years. Fascinating story. It is fascinating indeed. And we're talking about a huge, it sounds like a, a massive exhibition and that's the reason why it's taking quite some time. So I'm glad in a way that you are waiting a little bit, but certainly this program can set the tone um, in refreshing people's memories because uh, some of us might not know uh, why this is a capital illustration of America. So I wouldn't mind, if you will, to, to bring us up to speed in terms of why and what name Names, uh, who's associated to this uh, movement because it became uh, and tell me if you disagree it became kind of a movement don't you think? Yes well uh, the golden age of illustration uh, took place from roughly uh, 1880 to 1917 mm -hmm. which was the beginning of World War One. Mm -hmm. and uh, Howard Pyle was the leader uh, a leader in the illustration art field for most of that time until mm -hmm. his death in 1911. And uh, this was a, uh, we know about the uh, golden age of illustration, but it was also the Gilded Age, the mm -hmm. period of great industrial development and growth in the country. And what was happening was that as the country grew west, uh, magazine, the uh, companies like the DuPont Company expanded and created national mm -hmm. networks and they created advertising 
programs. They needed artists that would uh, illustrate their products. Uh, there were magazines. And there was this huge demand for illustrators. Mm-hmm. And Howard Pyle thought, uh, along with other people, that uh, more training needed to be given to create illustrators with the capabilities mm-hmm. to properly tell these stories. And so he that, considered that they were not necessarily well trained, or, or they needed a different kind of skills for that. Right. Yes, there were there were places like the Pennsylvania Academy of Fine Art in Philadelphia okay. that taught a classical methods of uh, painting, mm-hmm. the fine arts, but. Uh, the illustration art is storytelling and pictures and Mm. Kyle cultivated a special technique which made him so successful Mm -hmm. and what that technique was was to use uh, slashing lines and alternating lights and dark fields to create the impression of impending action and when Mm -hmm. you look at his pictures and you see these uh, Mm -hmm. these impressions of impending actions there's always movement or or, or the sensation of movement somebody's going to fall off the cliff what's happening here yes and you kind of guess that that is actually what is about to happen right and he wanted to train artists to tell the stories Mm. that way and Mm -hmm. he thought in when he opened his school he had hundreds of applicants and he could choose the very best and his students were terrific of you know the names of uh uh, people like well here in Wilmington, it's, mm-hmm. uh, there was uh, Frank Schoonover and Stanley yes. Arthur's, and uh, nearby was the uh, Wyeth family with uh, N. C. Wyeth and uh, mm-hmm. Harvey Dunn. There was a huge number of these brilliant artists who created the most fascinating pictures and, mm-hmm. uh, of the Pyle, time. <laughs> Pyle taught them how to use his techniques to mm-hmm. tell stories, and mm-hmm. that's what uh, made them especially good. Right. How did you get acquainted uh, or, or interested in, in these efforts, James? Uh, why uh, why illustration? Is there something in your background, maybe? Are you an artist yourself? Well, um, I did take courses uh, at the Delaware Art Center when right. I was young and right. in college. And Particularly in illustration, I related did, to illustration? Yeah, I did some of that. Okay. Uh, I painted some, and I... Uh, I wrote a book. I, I have a publishing company, Commonwealth Books of Virginia, and we've mm-hmm. published a number of books. Oh, tell us about that. Uh, yes, it's a, uh, it's, a small, uh, it's a small publishing company, and mm-hmm. we don't do that many books. But one of them I did a couple of years ago mm-hmm. was this wonderful book that David Byrne wrote about his father, uh, Bayard Taylor Byrne, mm-hmm. who was the dean of the art uh, community in Wilmington from 1950 to his death in uh, the late 1970s. Mm-hmm. And uh, in the process of preparing that book, I talked with Charles Almond, who turns out to be probably the most art knowledgeable art historian mm-hmm. uh, in Wilmington about Wilmington history. So I began to know these things. I and see. Mm-hmm. The other year, uh, a year ago, I wrote a book called Painting America's Portrait, which is about how art uh, evolved, how the uh, reproduction and mm-hmm. the creation of pictures evolved during the golden age. And while I was doing that, I met uh, Jordan Berman, who's the mm-hmm. proprietor of the Illustrated uh, Gallery in mm-hmm. Fort Washington, Pennsylvania. And we talked, and uh, his gallery is the largest probably in the world and has some of the best uh, art that's um, uh, available in this genre. And so we've uh, worked on some projects like mm-hmm. this one at the Delaware mm-hmm. College of Art and Design, mm-hmm. which highlights the art and the artists so that people appreciate mm-hmm. uh, 
why it's so i mean they like it they can see why they they can see that these pictures are fun to see like mm -hmm. if you go to the mm -hmm. delaware art museum or the uh, brandywine river museum yeah there's always it's got like a very distinctive personality you can actually tell where there's a pile like you can right. tell where there's a wyatt yeah well i mean people like these pictures and why what is it about them that, that attracts them and that's one of the things that's a good point what do you in your experience and being uh, working as as, as uh, specifically with the illustrated gallery in fort washington what do people tell you why do they feel uh, attracted to uh, this kind of work well um that's a good question. I think there's no one answer, but mm -hmm. um, one of the things that is attractive is that uh, these are pictures of uh, activities, mm -hmm. which um, they have, they have uh, they're, they're curious in a way, but they also reflect American history. And mm -hmm. what, uh, there are a lot of pictures that the Wyeth or that the Pyle people painted, Pyle himself, about the American Revolution and mm -hmm. the Civil War. Mm -hmm. Every episode of American life has been illustrated in one story or another. And these artists tell the pictures so well. They, they use expression, they use uh, posturing mm -hmm. to uh, create action. And you look at them, and I mean, there's a certain amount of uh, being able to relate when you see some of the expressions that, right, of these people right. that you see the uh, emotions that people themselves feel today. And uh, so it draws them in, these were all Mm -hmm. And I was trying in my mind right now to make a comparison in between uh, an illustration of this nature and, and, a, and a picture. Yes. There's, of course, reality goes to the side of the picture, yet you might not relate the same way or as well, perhaps. Do you agree? Is that like... Um, I don't know, is there artistry, the thing that uh, brings uh, people's attention? What do you think about that well, comparison? Uh, you know, one of the things you may be asking, I'm not altogether sure, but you know, during the, uh, at the turn of the century, mm -hmm. photography became an important, uh, became commercially available, right. could be used and reproduced. So they were pictures. coexisting in a way. Yes, and so uh, there was a certain expectation that photography would replace illustration because it was, uh, transparent mm -hmm. to the real action but when you look at the photograph and you look at the painting mm -hmm. the artist had an ability to stage things in ways that photo photography didn't uh couldn't mm -hmm. duplicate and they could use coloring and shading and expression capture things in ways that photographs weren't quite as they did better in other areas mm -hmm. Precise reproductions, but that's not what really made the pictures that were in illustrated magazines appealing. It was the excitement of the action that was right. staged through posing and uh, composition and light uh, patterns. So, are we talking about? Think about this question: Are we talking about different audiences then that are receiving illustration and this kind of action? Well, uh, that's pictures? a pretty good point because. Uh, you know, the people that were publishing these magazines, they, uh -huh. they discovered new uh, markets all the time. And right. By 1905 or 1910, when color uh, imaging was available, there became a big market for mm -hmm. children's books. Mm -hmm. So, so th they were, uh, I mean, many of them were uh, fairy tales or nursery rhymes, but um, there were men's magazines there were women's mm -hmm. magazines mm -hmm. and there were all these different all these kinds of, of different options right and uh, there were different different artists did 
different types of mm-hmm. works. I mean, the women artists uh, who painted uh, uh, stories about uh, wives and women in their lives, actually, uh, some of them made more money than any of the men artists. Uh, <laughs> we'll continue talking about that. Uh, excuse my, my interruption. To re-engage with the audience, to let them know that you are listening uh, to Delaware State of the Arts New Stock, 1450 WILM and 1410 WDOV. We have the pleasure of having an in-depth conversation about Wilmington being the capital of illustration in America with James Thompson. He is a coordinator for special projects for the Illustrated Gallery in Fort Washington, Pennsylvania. And uh, you began talking about this potential uh, exhibition coordinated with the Delaware College of Art and Design. But we were talking about audiences, James. We were talking about illustration. In terms of the future for illustration based on your experience, um, how do you see that uh, moving along? Do you still see interest for this kind of illustration? Um, sometimes you see revamps in the arts world and... and, and uh, and some of the things, but uh, you tell us your impression about the future of illustration based on your experience. Well, uh, there's a great, uh, a great new form of illustration, which mm-hmm. I'm not uh, especially uh, knowledgeable about, but this mm-hmm. is in the computer videos. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. Uh, the Delaware College of Art and Design has, um, uh, you know, it's a terrific school. It mm-hmm. carries on an important tradition that was founded here in America, in Wilmington in the mm-hmm. 1930s uh, and then 1900. And uh, they're teaching the next generation, the current generation, to use uh, techniques of illustration. Mm-hmm. And I guess that they're, uh, I'm sure that many of them are creating a computer game illustrations right, and right. things like that. But uh, the same techniques that mm-hmm. made the pictures interesting a mm-hmm. hundred and more years ago are probably going to make those pictures that these young artists are mm-hmm. producing today mm-hmm. interesting to the viewers. And that right. was one of the reasons that we're working with the, uh, I think it's terrific to get together with the college and with mm-hmm. Alexei and John Hawkins and be able to bring this art heritage back mm-hmm. to Wilmington and show these young people uh, how uh, the um, the best artists of those times attracted uh, interests, and I'm sure that they'll learn from them. Hopefully, we'll right. And you know, there's always these retro movements where people go back to the origins of things, and illustration certainly without pile might not have the same experience. Now, going back to uh, your research and going back to uh, those individuals that were associated with Pyle, um, tell us names and things that come to mind in terms of why Wilmington keeps being this uh, capital illustration of America. Give us a few examples. uh, That's a good question. Um, The history, uh, there are several institutions here in Wilmington which Mm -hmm. are quite significant. uh, of course, uh, maybe the leading uh, one from a national standpoint is the Delaware Art Museum. Sure. And it has the largest collection of Pyle pictures. Mm-hmm. Uh, thanks to contributions that were made by Pyle students and his wife and uh, other collectors who, who uh, donated them to the, uh, it was called the Delaware Art Center until it was accredited in, I think it was 1972, and it became the Delaware Art Center. But um, that's a, a foundation institution here in Wilmington mm-hmm. that is terrific with the knowledge they have and the collections 
and the archives of information mm-hmm. they have. I go down there fairly frequently and pour through records to see mm. things about details. And then, of course, there's the uh, studio group, which owns Howard Pyle's gallery on mm-hmm. Franklin Street. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's possible to arrange uh, visits there and to see where Pyle himself mm. painted and where Wyeth and Dunn and uh, Frank Schoonover and Stanley Arthurs and people like that painted. And when you go into these places and you actually are there, mm. you can see their... their, their uh, easels where they worked and mm. some uh, artworks there still it's very exciting it kind of brings it to life in a way mm-hmm. and uh you know i think we all want to have some familiarity mm-hmm. with the heritage of our community and uh, it's kind of fun walking around in one place or another and seeing where these pictures were done mm-hmm. and where these people lived and i think this is an opportunity working on this uh, exhibition with the college to bring those things back to life and right. show uh, the community today where these things were and how they evolved. Uh, there were lots of people that contributed to it. Mm-hmm. And each one of them is interesting in their own way. And so that's one of the things we'd like to highlight, not just mm-hmm. a bunch of pictures, mm-hmm. but the fabric of the heritage, which mm-hmm. uh, makes it lively uh, and vital for Wilmington. Mm-hmm. It still can be. I think it's a uh, there's enough of it still here that we can we can go back and bring it back to life, which I think uh, Jordan and the Illustrated Gallery and the uh, Delaware Art Museum mm-hmm. and the college would all like to get together. Right. We're all working together to do that. It sounds like an arts slash oral history project. If you um, can bring individuals to these locations where these uh, magnificent uh, illustrators got inspiration and then you correlate that to the uh, pictorial experience, it makes sense from a different uh, standpoint. Don't you think it's, it's more than anything else? Um, I wouldn't say that it's an oral history project because it's a way of transmitting uh, the livelihood of a location, but also connecting uh, the artist in a more holistic way, don't you think? Yes, well, that's a very good point. That I mean, there, there are a number of people. Mary Hollihan is the mm-hmm. curator at, of the Pyle Collection and the illustration of the Delaware Art Museum. Very knowledgeable person, wonderful, a fun to listen to, knows uh, mm-hmm. there are other people uh, that are not in Wilmington that can come here. But, you know, art is it's not enjoyable enough just to go walk through a room and look at a bunch of pictures. Right. Pictures become interesting when you understand the fabric in which they were created. Yeah, the context the where, where the they context. emerged. Right. And we have an opportunity to do that. This mm-hmm. could be a whole community mm-hmm. effort, not just uh, a bunch of pictures hung up in a gallery. Yeah, that might not make sense for many. Now, uh, those listening, I'm sure, James, that more than one might be thinking, mm, I'm interested. I'd like to be part of this effort. Uh, I'd like to maybe donate, help, uh, dedicate some time. For those interested, is there a way for them to connect with you? Uh, do you have like an email address or maybe a phone number that you would like to provide so they get in contact? We would love to talk to people that were interested to support this, either mm-hmm. uh, by uh, contributing time or it's going to cost uh, some money for the insurance. But mm-hmm. uh, I can be reached uh, by an email address mm-hmm. at jct at commonwealthbooks.org. That's my uh, business email address. Mm-hmm. Say that again uh, for so people. J-C-T. Mm-hmm. 
T is in Thompson at commonwealthbooks.org. Mm-hmm. And I get all the emails that go there. And also my telephone number, I'm mm-hmm. in Richmond, Virginia, most of the time, is 703-307-7715. And I'm coordinating this. I'm talking with the college and mm-hmm. with the gallery mm-hmm. and other entities that uh, will make this a, a community event. And I'd love to talk to people that had an interest in it and uh, share some of the uh, concepts that we're working with. There you go. And it sounds like a fascinating project. So I hope that, uh, and you're thinking that this might be flying at some point, maybe in the last portion of 2018, James? That's the idea. We're going to meet early next week and begin to uh, solidify a plan. It's going to take a lot of work. Yeah, indeed. uh, But we've begun and uh, we'll have a terrific, if we can work out some of the details, we'll have one of the greatest art shows in downtown Wilmington in decades, Mm -hmm. I think. Mm -hmm. It sounds precisely like that. And with that, I'm going to have to thank you. Uh, people say uh, that time flies whenever you're having fun. Uh, we're getting a, a glimpse of illustration uh, for Wilmington and in America. And with that, we need to thank you for your time of being here today. And I hope that people connect with you to help facilitate or just donate maybe time, if not anything else, uh, to this excellent project that it sounds happening in the last portion of 2018. Thank you very much for your time. Thank you for having me. I greatly appreciate it.